Michelle Constant on SAFM. It's 8.22, and don't forget, if you'd like your Big Fat Juicy to be played, the SMS number is 41391. The WhatsApp number is 0614104107. You know, we get a lot of requests, and sometimes we can't always do the story or the song that you choose. So we will keep trying to get as many of them out as possible, but you're welcome to keep sending them in as well. The song that's going to make your day. It's a grey, misty day here in Johannesburg, and I could think of a couple of songs that would make my day for that as well. So there's a documentary, actually a fabulous documentary. It's called Waiting, the story of Petrus Noy, and it captures the life and work of an artist who is a sculptor from Makaza in Kailicha in the Western Cape. And Petrus Noy does this incredible work with concrete uh, sculptures, and many of them are so similar to the sculptures from the Owl House in the Eastern Cape. So it's a wonderful tradition that seems to be growing and growing. Thomas DeLeis is the director and executive producer of Waiting, and we have him on the line. Thomas, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Pleasure to be on. Thomas, tell us how you came to the story of Petrus Noy. Well, it wasn't actually myself who found it. Um, I was on a hunt for a story that my girlfriend was dropping someone off in the area where Texas works and has a keen eye for art and design and then called me in a steric saying, you have to see this place. It's an amazing wonderland of sculptures. And the next day I was there and met Petrus and the story just kept unfolding. Um, as I met his associate, Ayanda, and seeing more and more of his work, I was... Um, just amazed by it and decided I had to make him a little story to try and bring him some more attention. And it just evolved from there. It was never meant to be a long documentary or something like this, but it uh, just evolved and here we are. You know, Thomas, one of the great things when you look at the images of his sculpture garden is it does have a distinct memories of the Owl House and those incredibly fantastical, I suppose one could say, folkloric works. And that's the same with Petrus Noy's work as well. Perhaps you could describe some of the sculptures that he has made. Well, what attracted me to his work was uniqueness. I mean, constantly, you know, driving around the streets of Cape Town or Germany, there's people selling beaded, um, you know, African artworks, the uh, paint on canvas, and this was nothing, nothing like that. It was really of his own imagination, and they had an almost ominous, you know, you know folkloric uh, feel to them. I asked him, "Where, you know, where's your inspiration? Do you use photos?" He said, "They're all," and he just responded by tapping his forehead, saying, "They're all from my mind," and that's what really amazed me. And then looking at his work, it all is unified by a style. It is a little bit, uh, it's char- It's very charming, but his style is very evident when you're in his garden. Yeah. All of these rounded shoulders and long necks and all look, you know, unified by some sort of style of creation. So his work is, I would say, completely African. And, uh, yeah, it absolutely you know, is. Based on a lot of his memory. Yeah. So what happens for him, how does he get his product out there? I mean, the great or the difficult thing about being an artist is that if you can't market your work, you can't mm. get it out there and you can't sell it. So, 
Is he selling simply with people driving by? I'm trying to remember in the documentary if I saw anything of that. Or is he having to try and market it in other ways as well? Well, when it comes to marketing, the long and short of it is he doesn't. And that was kind of my reason for wanting to help him. He sits there and makes sculptures every day tirelessly. He doesn't want to do anything else. And I asked him, you know, how do you get business? He says, if someone stops, then hopefully they'll buy. And that's where the title came from, is he's sitting there working and just waiting for something to happen. And I found that quite sad. And um, I needed to, you know, try and help him explore other ways. So that was the point of the film, was to give him some exposure and also to tell his story. I found the story as well as his work. Thomas, have we lost you? There's a few uh, pages for him, a Facebook page and a YouTube page. And... Uh, that's if you want to contact him. You mentioned Ayanda, they, uh, in, and he is in the documentary as well, as um, the entrepreneurial sidekick, I suppose one could describe him yes. as. <laughs> Tell us about Ayanda Morosi. Ayanda was, he wasn't there when I originally went to meet Petrus. And Petrus was very shy, and his English was very much. The second time I went round, I met Ayanda, the silver tongue devil. He was very charming, <laughs> almost too charming, and explained to me that he's the middleman and there's almost Petrus' connection to the outside world. Yeah. And um he was also he was so he was so charming and so personable and I just found I had to kind of write him into this little film as somewhat of a comic relief, but also an important facet of Petrus's life. He's his yeah. best friend and salesman. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I I think it's actually a critical part of many artists' lives is that they are often uh, far more un, uh, public, their public personas don't necessarily go out in a way that means that they can go and market their work. They're often shy, they're often introverted, and not all of them. Um, I'm not saying all artists are, but I do think that on occasion we do see that and that often it does require a a right-hand person who's far more outward-looking and outgoing to do those kinds of sales. So, Thomas, if people are interested, they they can go and they can look at the video, which is just quite fabulous. It's called Waiting, the story of Petrus Noy, and you can check it out on YouTube. But how else can they get hold of Petrus? Where, if they decide to drive, say you're in the Western Cape right now, and you say, okay, fine, I want to go to that uh, sculpture garden. How do they get to it? What are the directions? So the directions, it's, or his settlement is named Makaza, it's on the edge of Kailicha, and if you are leaving Cape Town, on your way out of Cape Town, the R300 intersects near Cape Town Studios with the landmark of the pirate ship. If you take yes. off ramp there and head right, you will happen across his garden. So as if turning off to Dillenbosch, turn right instead of left at the R300, and you'll make it there. So if that doesn't work, if you type in Makaza, the edge of Makaza, he will be there. And you can't miss him if you drive past. It is the only sculpture garden in the township you'll ever see, and it's wonderful. And I really suggest seeing it in person as the film doesn't do all the art justice. You have no. to yeah. explore the wonderland of the place and every tile is perfectly laid and there's a lot more 
uh, work to be seen, then the film can actually capture. And I would urge people, if you are going to Stellenbosch, maybe you're going to uh, do some domestic tourism, you're going to go and spend the day in Stellenbosch. Why don't you, as Thomas says, take a right instead of left uh, by the pirate ship on the road to Stellenbosch and just go and look at the garden. It's right there and will certainly be a great viewing and very valuable for Petrus Noy and his sculptures. Yes. The documentary is called Waiting, the story of Petrus Noy. Thomas Delay, thank you so much um, for joining us. May I just add on yeah. where to find his, um, there's a Facebook page called Petrus the Sculptor. The YouTube page is also named Petrus the Sculptor, if you like, with his work and get um, more concrete directions. Excuse the pun. Yes, pun <laughs> intended. <laughs> That's the story of Petrus Neuer. Petrus the sculptor is uh, the person to look for on Facebook and also on YouTube. We've been chatting to Thomas Deleus, who's the director and executive producer of the small documentary. It's 8.30. Don't forget, after Zaizai, we have uh, Nico, our petrol head. The 52-week challenge is continuing. On it goes. He'll be asking us a question after Uzai.